I've always had this my whole life, this kind of constant nagging in the back of my head, like, what if you're not good enough? I think a lot of people would identify with that little voice in their head that's just like, you're not good enough. Uh, I'd love to do this, <laughs> but can we? <laughs> if you're not scared, you're not challenging yourself. You um, kind of make mistakes and you learn things along the way and that's just part of the journey, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. And a lot of that pressure was actually just in my own head. Hi everyone, welcome to the final episode in the series of success of Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. That was a mouthful. <laughs> um, so for this whole month, we've been exploring success and failure. Uh, in the last episode, we spoke about failure in an enlightening way. If you haven't checked that out, I suggest that you do. Today, I am joined by Ian, who I have had on the podcast before. Uh, he was in the New Year's New You episode, which again, very cool episode. Check it out if you haven't already. Um, before we really get into the topic of today, which is going to be the pressure that we get from society or external pressures to always feel like we're on all the time within our industries. Uh, Ian, could you give a quick introduction about yourself and uh, what industry you come from? Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you said, my name is Ian. Um, I, so I originally trained, well, I studied music technology and trained as a sound engineer. Um, so now I have a few kind of jobs that I do that are related to that. Um, so I work as a touring audio engineer for bands. Um, and I also run my own production company doing um, sound and music for sort of short films and documentaries and things like podcasts or adverts and stuff like that as well. So um, quite a few different kind of areas in there as well as working as a musician. Yeah, don't be so modest there um, because um, uh, Ian's co um, company actually did one of my podcast episodes and you guys produced the music as well. Um, and yeah, by far a better job than I would have ever done with it. So. Thank you. Glad <laughs> <Yeah>. you like it. <laughs> Love it. Had some great feedback about it as well. So that's, that's always good. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. So let's kick off this. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about like the fears that came up when, you know, like when we started the project. So um, when you, you started an independent company, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how did that start? And what were, what was the thoughts behind it when it all started? So I, guess that kind of goes back a while for me so um, basically I started the company with a really good friend of mine called Mark um, and we both over the last sort of 10 years have been working in similar kind of industries and working with similar groups of people and we've worked with each other kind of on and off as well and um, but we realized that we've both got two quite different skill sets and um, but they're skill sets that work and combine really well together and so we've kind of thought about sort of doing things before and um, but really it just made sense to combine all of our skills into one and kind of present that as, as a business and really kind of make the most of both of those skill sets as well so he's really good at the sort of more creative um, composition side of things and i'm better with the more sort of technical um, side of stuff as well so yeah for us it just kind of made sense it was sort of a natural progression and, and something that 
just seemed like we should be doing and probably should have done a long time ago so yeah awesome yeah and and talk me through the emotions behind that like um i i know it can be really scary when you start something new um i guess sure. at least on one hand you guys had the experience and the field experience which is always great um but i'm sure there's a lot of things that you had to learn um yeah definitely yeah i mean with that kind of stuff like we were sort of launching and like we both kind of done bits and pieces of what we're doing before um but we'd never like a lot of this stuff is still very new to us so we only started really doing a lot of these things last october um so there was for sure a bit of apprehension about can we actually pull this off to a high enough standard and we've just kind of been in discussion about this new project as well um which is potentially you know quite a big kind of budget project um it would involve a lot of traveling and and um, being on set for films as well with um quite a large crew and uh when we got this sort of proposal through for that we were like oh uh i'd love to do this <laughs> but can we <laughs> Mm. and uh there was a lot of fear kind of there just because a lot of self-doubt more than anything else but um we've just kind of had to take a step back and think well okay we do have all these skills that we've been developing for over a decade well over a decade um individually so we know that we do have the ability to do it it's just there's this i've always had this my whole life this kind of constant nagging in the back of my head like what if you're not good enough kind mm. of thing you know um mm. and I, I pretty much have that with everything but for sure yeah i think a lot of people would identify with that little voice in their head that's just like you're not good enough uh, yeah definitely um and i think that is one of the biggest obstacles we have to overcome in anything that we do what she said actually reminds me of uh, one of my favorite influences well she's not just an influencer she's like a content creator is what she calls herself now <laughs> and uh her name's lily singh have you heard of her i don't think so no okay well anyway in her book she she talks about how anything big that you do in your life that's well worth it is usually going to make you scared you're usually going to feel a fear before you do it and it's that that fear that will tell you that you're actually doing the right thing you're actually on the right path um you know if you're not if you're not scared you're not challenging yourself basically that was her message totally yeah i totally agree with that when i think back on like all the kind of things that i'm most proud of my sort of biggest achievements they've all been things where i've had that same kind of doubt before i did it um i know when i first started working as a sound engineer and um kind of doing shows on my own and then going on tours with bands so like couple of years ago I did my first sort of big European tour before that I was like uh, I might actually I came this close to pulling out because I was like I don't think I have the skills to be able to do this uh, and I'm so so glad that I did because so much cool stuff has come from that I was able to do it I mean it you know you um, kind of make mistakes and you learn things along the way and that's just part of the journey but it doesn't mean that you can't do it and thankfully I, I just kind of decided to go for it because Yeah. It's uh, really turned out for the best. Yeah, I mean everyone starts somewhere, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. There's a bit of there's a lot of kind of imposter syndrome in there, I think. Yeah. 
kind sure, of sure. thinking like, yeah, I, I'm a fraud sort of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, who am I fooling that I could do this? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get that voice. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been having so much fun with this podcast recently, and I've been really, like, drumming with ideas, and I feel like I've taken it to another level already, and, but then just last weekend I was away with my with my husband and these voices were coming in my head like girl what the hell are you doing who the hell do you think you are yeah. <laughs> like you know like who's going to listen to you and like what is your content even proving and all these questions coming to your head and then I came back and I was like but wait I've been getting like really good feedback from people you know I, I need to keep doing this if people are saying they liking they liking the subjects I'm coming up with they're liking the content and I was like okay if even if it's just a small bunch of people right now it starts small though I mean everything starts small well most things I think, <laughs> sure um, yeah I think uh, it's totally natural to be scared when you're sort of doing something new for the first time or mm-hmm. something that you maybe don't have a lot of experience in but absolutely um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it you know Absolutely. And you know, at the end of the day, if people don't like listening to me, I do love the sound of my own voice. So just that. <laughs> well, as long as you're happy, you can't. Right? Right? <laughs> there we go. So I want to, I want to just jump into like, we talked a lot about our internal feelings and um, our own struggles, but what about external things that, you know, I feel like there's a lot of external pressure as well. A lot of it is internal, like we just said, but I feel like from community, maybe I'm not sure what the community is a lot around you or the community you grew up with, or even from social media. Do you, do you find a sense of pressure um, to succeed or to succeed in a certain way? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I used to, so this is something that I've only kind of recently managed to sort of um, get to grips with. I think all of those things, I think sort of family, I think, um, peers um society uh social media like all these things can contribute to pressure and a lot of the time it's probably not even real like i think with me a lot of that pressure was actually just in my own head it wasn't coming so i say my family there for example they've actually never really put much pressure on me but it's like i sort of create this pressure that i want to succeed so that they can be proud of me and then in turn i get mixed up because i'm like well they want me to be successful as well but actually i just created that whole thing (laughs) do you know what i mean no i i totally get what you mean yeah i mean my my story is a little bit a little bit different um i think like uh, i'm not sure again what it's like with your background but i know like from coming from my family there's a lot of uh, i feel like uh, people are pigeonholed there and yeah. it's quite a common thing to to pigeonhole people you know they say that we uh, the human brain is really lazy and we just want to know what we know about a person instead of getting to know all parts of them so that's why we pigeonhole people and that can be really damaging to the people you are you know, putting in those boxes, um, because I feel, I feel for me, whatever labels, and you, you're right, some of it could be from my own head, <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely. But when, when I go back home, I, I often have all those thoughts coming back up that, oh, they, they think I'm not successful, or, you know, or they think that, oh, you know, she's just 
living a normal life inverted commas there and you know I, I guess like a lot of it is like the stories we make in our head about what other people are thinking yeah how so much of it is actually true i don't know <laughs> right this is the thing and this is the thing with like the sort of societal pressure as well is that everybody's walking around i assume i don't know everybody's just kind of walking around like worrying about what everybody else thinks of them yeah um and we're all doing the same thing and then it just kind of goes up and up like this absolutely you know i always think that what if we could see the thought bubbles above people's heads and actually see what people are thinking and we'd see that nobody's even thinking about us everyone's yeah. thinking about themselves right exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of like a classic example like when you go to a party and you kind of like thinking about um, oh, do, you know, is this person upset because I said that? Or did, uh, you know, did they not like me? And almost everyone's going home thinking the exact same thing about yeah. themselves. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think you kind of reach a point of clarity when you realize this. And when, because um, I'm not sure about you, this realization in my own life, it made me become a lot more direct with people and with myself in, confront, in confronting these thoughts and actually being like, hang on, is this a story I'm making up in my head or is this the reality? If it's a story I'm making up in my head, if I can't confirm it's a reality, I need to speak to that person and get clarity on this <laughs> instead of sure. making assumptions. So um, yeah, I, I feel like I've reached that point in my life now and it really made a huge impact in the relationships and the support I get from my community now. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that as well. I think that's something that I really kind of try to work on over the last little while because I do think that makes a huge difference like if you if you if you it's always you you spend more time worrying about things um than you need to like if you just dealt with the problem <laughs> most of the time you find out it probably wasn't even there um and exactly. you just spend so much time worrying about something for no reason exactly Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's going into a very different topic, but it, it kind of re links back as well. I mean, I could speak for hours on this, this whole aspect and dynamic and what this has to do with relationships and yeah. friendships yeah. as well. But I think that ultimately it impacts our own pressure that we put on ourselves to be perfect in a yeah. way. Cause I mean, we, we're human, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I definitely suffer from that. Everything has to be perfect, otherwise it's, uh, it'll never see the light of day, which is, yeah, I've wasted so much of my life stressing about why things aren't perfect. I still do. In fact, I was just doing it just before this call. Oh, gosh. Um, so I'm not any better on that front now, but it's a work in progress, I guess. But I think a lot of that is just, it's important to try and get out of your own head as much as you can, because... Uh, Mm. Um, yeah, it's easy to kind of spiral mm. if, if you let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Now, I want to talk about something that I, I'm not I'm not sure people actually talk about this much, but on Instagram and on Facebook, um, we see a lot of motivational figures and, you know, these YouTube videos. We just see all these quotes and videos and a lot of inspiration and motivation coming up. And I'm, it's meant well. Do you find that these things are helpful or do you feel like they add to the pressure of succeeding in a certain way? Mm, I think, I kind of feel like it's a bit of both. 
I think like there is some stuff out there that is genuinely helpful. Um, but I think a lot of that, and particularly social media and um, everything that kind of comes with that adds to a lot of this pressure mm. um, that, you know, we kind of perceive as coming from society. But um, a lot of it is just being created by trying to measure up to other people's standards or, you know, mm. you see, obviously, you know, you see people who have all these kind of perfect lives and like everything looks so easy. And it's like, it's not really the case, but that's what you're seeing. Mm. Um, and then you think well why am I not like that or why am I not doing that so yeah no I definitely think it's a bit of both like I think for me when when my mindset wasn't right when I started my my own journey with with online stuff um a lot I was listening to a lot of podcasts motivational podcasts um one that comes to mind is uh, Jay Shetty and his content's really good but I actually stopped listening to him because I felt like his message was putting too much pressure on myself because he was saying that you have to be go, go, go on, 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 100% hustle, work, work, work. Otherwise, you're not going to get where you want to go. And every person he interviewed had the same message. And it's kind of like, okay, but we don't all have that luxury to always be on, you know, like some of us are working full-time jobs. We have, you know, uh, we have a household to look after. And of course, whatever time we can grab, we're grabbing. But then what about self-care? What about yeah. mental health? You know, I feel like it's promoting the wrong message. And I felt like it was every time I wanted to relax, I was feeling guilty because I'm relaxing because I'm like, oh, I should be working or I'm never going to be successful. Yeah. Ha- have you ever felt that way? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like that all the time. I feel like I should always be being productive constantly. And that is the thing with that, though, is like whatever, you know, it might work for one person. It doesn't mean that then that's the problem with these sort of influencers and things as well. So it's like you're still comparing yourself to a lifestyle that somebody else has. And maybe that you can't do that for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I think that generalizing a road to success is a dangerous thing it's good to have advice but when when that kind of changes into the territory of i need to do everything that this person does and if i don't then i'm gonna fail then you're in trouble (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so through all the pressure that you feel all the like not all the time but a lot of the time internal external what keeps you focused Mm, the few things I suppose I try one of those things I guess is sort of something you touched on earlier is like whenever so in the past I used to kind of procrastinate and like put things off and if something was worrying me I would maybe just kind of try and put it back to to the back of my mind now I feel like I'm a bit more direct than I used to be so if something is stressing me out or annoying me or worrying me then I will uh, confront it in some way or another as soon as I can so that I'm not just freaking out about something which is potentially not even real and I think trying to be more direct for sure Mm. and then there are a few other sort of things that I do just to kind of try and keep my head in check so exercise is a huge one and probably the biggest Mm. things like meditation and stuff as well I find really good for that just trying to get out of my head and um, yeah just kind of focus on sort of things around me and um, rather than just spiraling out of control yeah yeah no that's so true we need I, I feel like there needs to be that balance between I'm looking after me 
and I'm okay. And now how can I serve this purpose? You know, there needs to be that balance because I know from experience, if it's not there, you like your mind will be all over the place with your goals. You won't be able to properly know that, oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z. It'll be like X, Y, and Z will be like numbers instead of letters in your head. Basically. Yeah. yeah, it's like a fog, isn't it? I think like I um yeah, a few years ago I was trying to I had all this stuff that I wanted to do and I just didn't know how to do any of it. I was getting anxious because I didn't know what I was doing and then yeah. I was getting even more anxious because I was like, other people are expecting me to do this and it's like, uh, what am I doing? But I think if you can sort of learn to take a step back and deal with the things that you can deal with and then sort of try and make plans of how you might be able to move in the right direction for those other things, then that can really help. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that one more thing I wanted to touch on here is there seems to be like a blueprint for life. You know, I think we are moving away from this, but I feel like in maybe in our generation, it's still at the back of our mind. You know, it's like go to school, graduate, uh, get your degree, get a job, get married, have kids. And by my age, I feel like I'm a lot more behind with a lot of those things. Uh, than, than where I should be on that blueprint. And I've, I've actually come to terms with this because I know that that, that blueprint is bullshit, really. <laughs> um, so I've, I've come to terms with this on my own. But have you ever felt that sort of cultural pressure from this, this roadmap that seems to be written for all of us? Yeah, yeah, totally. Again, like, that's, so that's kind of what I was getting at earlier in the way that I think a few years ago that was really like a huge thing for me and I was constantly stressed about not kind of meeting up to those standards or not kind of following that roadmap because I've kind of been the same so I've sort of not really had I I've, haven't really followed that traditional path so I studied you know sort of a music related degree and sort of working in creative industries for a while um and uh, went away traveling for a few years on top of that as well. So like I don't have a house and I, I'm not married and I don't have kids <laughs> and like many of my friends are. And obviously I'm sort of in my thirties now. So um, I think once you approach that point of hitting 30 and then older, it just sort of gets like more and more like I should be probably doing some of those <laughs> things and I'm doing none of them. Um, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel that a lot. And do you think you've overcome feeling like you're behind in life or is it something you still struggle with? To an extent, I've sort of given up caring. <laughs> like, uh, like it's still there underneath the surface um, and I try and pay attention to it and I recognise that it's there because in the past when I kind of tried to ignore things, they've just sort of grown and gotten worse. So I try and sort of, you know, recognise it and acknowledge it, but um, I try not to really let it affect me too much because... I feel like I'm doing everything that I wanted to be doing and I feel pretty happy with my circumstances at the moment. So, you know, if you're not happy, then make a change. But um, yeah. I don't really feel like I need to be doing anything different at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like for me, um, I, I totally relate to that. Like you have to you have to feel all the feels to be able to get over and overcome that um, if, if that's what you want. And like you said, if there is a part of your life you're not happy about, then try to get there 
in some way but i think like having that 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 roadmap is something that we are trying to do away with because it's not it doesn't reflect reflect reality anymore it's not what everyone is doing right now you know um in my family a lot of people have followed that traditional roadmap i think i'm probably one of the only ones who has not the only one in my 30s who has no kids <laughs> yeah it is what it is and i just chose a different path and like you mentioned traveling you know if i had had kids in that timeline i would not have had the experience i had living in turkey for 2 years which trust me if i had kids it would have been a whole different experience <laughs> So yeah, you know, we we make conscious decisions for ourselves and I think that we we need to come to terms in recognizing what it is we want in our lives and our building our own timelines and knowing that that's okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that that's exactly it as well as like it's all very well thinking I could have done this and I could have done that but who knows where you would have ended up or what you would have done if you had or hadn't done those things like mm. anything could have happened so absolutely it just doesn't really yeah. work like that yeah. absolutely i mean i tried following the timeline i did get married at 18 it was not for me <laughs> i mean the fact that you realized that right and uh, <laughs> you know you kind of moved on for sure you, uh, yeah like i I mean I suppose some people might feel that pressure so much that they might think well there's nothing I can do about it now or like I have to follow this roadmap further and then they just get more and more unhappy and it's like you know at least you recognize that there was something that wasn't working and you kind of moved on yeah no for sure um I think that mindfulness and getting in touch with yourself and that mean that in a dirty way but <laughs> different kind of mindfulness different kind of mindfulness <laughs> but i think that it's it's the first step to you know your your holistic well-being is is one of the first steps you can take to reach a place of contentment in your life and if that is your version of success then that's where you should be starting or i don't want to make assumptions about anyone's life but it's a good place to start yeah it's all very subjective isn't it but yeah yeah, yeah. Now and yeah so this actually ties in nicely to introduce the topic for our next season uh Ian did you know that we have seven primal emotions Uh no I guess I never really thought about that but I could see how that might be the case If you had to guess three of them what do you think three of our primal emotions are Uh happiness sadness anger <laughs> absolutely basic <laughs> very basic <laughs> yeah so i have something exciting planned i want to actually um go into each emotion uh in separate episodes next next season and explore each emotion individually and kind of unbox this whole putting people into boxes because i think like we we often when we meet people we'd be like oh he's such a happy go lucky person or oh she's so oh like so you know so snobbish but everyone has so many dimensions to them and everyone feels so many feelings so it's it's really cool to just delve into these emotions and get uh, get stories from other people and just see what 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 do people actually feel in their life how do they deal with it and i think that that ties in so well with creating a positive mindset 
for whatever success you want to achieve in your life. Yeah, well, Ian, thanks for joining me. Um, I enjoyed this conversation with you and maybe we will have you again on another podcast. Sounds good. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll great. happily be here. It's uh, been a pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Great. And for all of you there, join us for season three, all about emotions. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. It's been great having you join me today. If you liked my content, please do share it with a friend you think would find it interesting and subscribe to the show as well. I would love to have you listening in to many episodes to come. You can find me on the socials. I'm on Facebook as Refreshingly Human and Instagram as Hannah Pillow. See you next time.